بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين صلى الله وسلم وبارك على خاتم النبيين وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين يا برادة السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته continue our weekly lecture or درس regarding this book of Tawheed as we mentioned and we repeated so many times that the case of Tawheed is not a case that we choose to talk about. It's a case that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala orders his messengers to start with. And the, the messengers of Allah wa ta'ala ordered their messengers that they sent to people to start with Tawheed. And the best example of that when Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sent Mu'ad ibn Jabal to Yemen and he told him to start first of all to call the people to Tawheed or to Shahadat wa la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah which is also Tawheed the same case and he said if they if they accept then call them to Salah and so on and if in here it's very important point it means that if they don't it's a condition if they do not accept La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, if they do not accept Tawheed, then do not call them to Salah. Do not call them to Zakah, do not call them to anything else. This is the Arabic version of the case. If they accept that, they accept La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, they accept Tawheed, and both verbs or cases on Al Bukhari and Muslim also. If they accept that, then call them to Salah. Otherwise, don't. So, when we talk about Tawheed, it's not the case of a choice. We choose this one or choose something else. It's the case that we have to talk about Tawheed first place. We have to repeat talking about Tawheed because this is the only, the only way to make our deeds accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As we mentioned before, that to have our deeds accepted by Allah wa ta'ala, we have to have two conditions. That our deeds only for Allah, only the way of Rasulullah. Otherwise, these, could, these will not be accepted. Only for Allah, part of La ilaha illallah. Only for the way of Rasulullah, part of Shahid one Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Tonight we have the 13th chapter, which is talking about seeking refuge. The Shaykh who authored this book, he made only One ayah, one hadith over this topic. And if you see this ayah and this hadith, you will understand that Sahaba and Tabi'een and whoever good ulama came after them, they always depend on what Allah Taala say, what Muhammad say. What people say after that is only explanation for what Allah has said, Subhanahu wa Taala, what Muhammad has said. And we are not supposed to be busy with what the people said instead of being busy with what Allah wa ta'ala, what Muhammad said. We only read what they say only to see, to understand what Allah and Rasulullah said. But we will not get busy with the others and leave the original. We will not get busy with the explanations and we will forget the original. Because this is the wrong way to do it. See this chapter we have. 
شيخ هاف منشن بآية وأنه كان رجال من الإنس يعوذون برجال من الجن فزادوهم رهقا. يعوذون in Arabic is some kind of like or asking or seeking refuge. The story of this or this ayah is that Arabs before Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم when they travel when they relax or land on some place to relax for some times and during their trip or journey when they stay in a place like a valley they raise their voices asking the leader of that valley to save them from his people who is the leader of the valley? a jinn a jinn leader because they cannot see him so in order to save themselves they ask the leader of jinn of that valley to save them from his people what was the result as Allah told in this ayah that the jinn made them worse and worse more scaring more fear to these people who are asking refuge from other than Allah it's better to say before we go on in this case we have to put in mind that asking or seeking refuge from Adam is not allowed except with three conditions first of all asking refuge should be from Allah we need help we need, we need, I'm sorry, we need refuge we need protection we ask it from Allah that's it but does that mean I cannot ask refuge from others? No, it's not the case in here. But we have to have these three conditions in order to, uh, to, to allow asking refuge from someone other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What are these three conditions? You can abbreviate them with the APC. APC. A yani alive. P yani present. C yani capable. If someone is having these three conditions, then you can ask refuge from him. Let's take an example. This is a heavy table. I cannot carry it by myself. So I ask some of my brothers to help me out. Is this allowed? Let's see now. Brother Naeem, Jazakallah khair, he is in here. Yeah, brother Naeem, please help me in this table. He is alive? Yes. He's in front of us now. Is he capable? He is capable. Is he present? Yes, he is present. So in this case, it is allowed to ask refuge from our brother in here. But if he is not alive, can, ask, can we ask a refuge from a dead person? No. Can we ask a refuge from someone who is not in here, in this message with us in here, or he can, we cannot reach him with some way of communication? No. Can we ask refuge of someone who is alive and in here, but, and present, but he is not capable, like a handicap? Just imagine that we have a handicapped in here, in his wheelchair. He is alive, yes. He is present, yes. But he is not capable. If I ask him, please come and help me to carry this table, is this possible? So in this case, it is not allowed to ask this person for help because he is a handicapped. He cannot carry with me. And this, which is the problem here, that the one who is asking help from this handicap is thinking that this handicap has some, some kind of superpower. Ah, here's the problem here. Actually, those people who go at least grace to these people to ask them for refuge, they are doing this because they believe that these people have some superpower. That these dead people can help them out although they are dead. There is a problem here. 
So in this case, asking refuge from someone other than Allah Taala without three, three conditions in here, it is counted as a polytheism or shirk. That's what this chapter is talking about. That's why this ayah, Allah Taala is telling us that these Arabs, the polytheist Arabs, will, every time they land in a place, they ask refuge from the leaders of the jinn. And the result was these leaders of the jinn and the other jinn also, they give them more fearness, more trouble. And they are not refusing at all. The hadith we have in here, which is in Sahih Muslim, that Khawla bin Hakim, radiallahu anha, said that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that he, she heard Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, whoever lands in a place and he says this dua, he will be protected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that nothing will hurt him until he leaves the place. Yeah, and you are traveling to Mecca for Amrah, inshallah. During the way, time of Salah came and you are in a place where there is no, yani, no masjid. You can pray in any place, any land. Alhamdulillah, this is for Muhammad a special case. One of the specialities for Muhammad is that you can pray any time. Al-Ard means any place in this earth, any time, whenever the time of Salah comes and you are in Tahara, you can find water for Tahara, then you just stop, say Bismillah, Allahu Akbar, and do your Salah. That's it. You don't have to have masjid, or you don't have to have such places, all you have to do is just stand Salah, do it. And that's only for Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So if you stop by some place like this, and when you get in your, from your car, or you get out from your car, and you say Bismillah. Allahumma inni a'udhu bi kalimatillahi tammati min sharri ma khalaq. A'udhu bi kalimatillahi tammati min sharri ma khalaq. Then you are protected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You seek refuge from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect you from every trouble could happen to you in that place. Let's see the hadith piece by piece as he mentioned in here. First of all, Khawla bin Hakim radiallahu anha, in your book he said May Allah be pleased with him, should be with her, because she's a lady. That's a mistake in the book. So, she is the lady that who came to Muhammad وسلم, saying, Ya Rasulullah, I'm giving you myself to marry him, without marrow or anything. Hiba, wahaba, umra'atan mu'minatan wahabat nafsaha lil-nabi. That's Khawla bin Tuhakeem. She gave her himself, herself to Rasulullah for marriage without any mahar or any money. Also this lady, radiallahu anha, she was the one who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala heard her and answered her in the first ayat of Surah Al-Mujadila. لَقَدْ سَمِعَ اللَّهُ قَوْلَ الَّتِي تُجَادِلُكَ فِي زَوْجِهَا وَتَشْتَكِي إِلَى اللَّهِ Allah heard her voice and he answered her to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Our mother Aisha, by the way, she was in the same room. She said, she said that I heard some of the discussion, but I did not hear it all. But Allah Taala heard it all, and He answered it also in the same time. Aisha was in the same room, and that lady was complaining to Muhammad Sallallahu that her husband is treating her badly. And Aisha said, while I was in that room, I heard some. Of what she said, but I did not hear all. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala heard it all, and he asked it also. Tabarakallah rabbul alameen. So, this hadith is really a great hadith. We should learn it. Practice it. 
teach our children, our wife, our, our family, this hadith makes them practice it also. Anytime you are traveling or going anywhere, anywhere, even if it's a, a, a resident place for you, you come to this place, say, أعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق. And we remember that we said, Quran and Sunnah are weapons we can use to, do, to protect ourselves. But the problem is that we are not using this, these weapons. We are facing troubles. How many people are facing problems? Magic, evil eye. So many things they are facing troubles in their life and they run to the doctors for medicines. Yeah, you are talking about uh, physical sicknesses. This is another case. But we are saying that psychological sicknesses, especially. Although Quran is also good for physical sicknesses. Like what happened to that man who, who was a kafir even. He was bitten by a scorpion and he asked Sahaba who was passing by his area if anyone can do Ruqya for him. So they made Ruqya to him with Al-Fatiha. Then he is okay. Poison of scorpion was nothing with Al-Fatiha. But there are conditions of course. Not Every time you do it, not everyone can do it. It has to be from a heart to heart. It has to be from a heart who believes that this is really effectiveness. Not only to try it. To try is not the key. This is not for Quran and Sunnah. Because we are sure 100% with a certain dogma that Quran and Sunnah are shifa. وَنُنَزِّلُ مِنْ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءٌ وَرَحْمَةٌ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ Shifa. Shifa for our heart. Shifa for our body. When we have a true belief that it is Shiva, it will be Shiva. We can really get benefit of it. But if we are trying the Quran, let's, let's try this time. No, it's not a case of, it's not a medicine we are trying. It's the case that Quran and Sunnah, it is for sure, it is Shiva from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like this hadith and like other hadith that Muhammad told us to, to say during our life. When you read the Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu you find that he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in every action he is doing, in every movement he is doing, he is having dua. As an example, when he leaves his house, there is a dua. And when he says this dua, you are protected totally. Listen to this hadith. مَنْ قَالَ إِذَا خَرَجَ مِنْ مَنْزِلِهِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ تَوَكَّلْتُ عَلَى اللَّهِ وَلَا حَوْلَ وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ قيل له كفيت ووقيت وهديت وتنحى عنه الشيطان. يعني في ليز ذا هاوس ان يسير بسم الله توكلت على الله ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله. He will be answered by who? By the angels or somebody else. It's not mentioned in here. But he will be answered, you have been already protected. You have been already guided to the right way. And shaytan will run away from him. Shaitan is running away because this guy is protected already. Also when he comes to the house, when you get into your house, what do you say? Bismillah, Allahumma inni as'aluka khayra al-mawliji wa khayra al-makhraj. Bismillah wa lajna, bismillah kharajna wa ala Allahi rabbina tawakkalna. When you say this dua, while you are entering your house, Shaitan will stay outside. What if not? Shaitan will come in. 
شيطان الكم خلاص نو بسم الله نو دعاء شيطان الكم and when a person comes to eat at his house as an example and say بسم الله then شيطان cannot eat with him but if he doesn't شيطان will enjoy the food you will be strong enough to eat and sleep at your house أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم but it's only just to say some dua that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to say himself who is better than Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam no one he is the best person ever walked in earth sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he is our ideal kudwa ideal person ideal leader sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and we are supposed to follow him in every way he is and he told us to do this and at least to show his love to show how important to us this Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam we should follow him in everything he's done and he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us how to say things one of them is this dua he's telling us that if you get into any place and you say this dua you will be protected لم يضره شيء nothing will hurt him nothing subhanallah when you as in the other hadith when you say in the morning and the evening three times each time قل هو الله واحد three times قل أعوذ برب الفلق three times قل أعوذ برب الناس three times in the morning and in the evening you will be protected by Allah تبارك وتعالى خلاص and if Allah is protecting you who will take who who will care or who 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 will try who will dare to hurt you Allah سبحانه وتعالى protect but the case is this is not only to say but is also say from own heart a true saying not just by tongue because hypocrites we are not inshallah from them but the hypocrites they say la ilaha muhammad rasulullah and they pray with muhammad rasulullah and they went with him in jihad also so the case is not the case just to say that's why when we talk about iman faith we say three things creed statements and actions three cases not only just to say but also to have in the heart believe deep believe certain dogma that this is what i say this hadith as muhammad told me this hadith will protect me and i say it i do it i teach my children to say it before eating i ask him what are you going to say before eating he say bismillah yal stop who gave me this ni'mah allah tbarak wa ta'ala who told you to eat this way muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam simple and easy but if you just continue saying this every time to your children you will have your children in the right way and you will be rewarded by allah tbarak wa ta'ala is that the case we have children just to raise more children and raise stronger children and bodies and make them doctors and this and that no we're supposed to have children to raise them in islam muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam he told us to have children he told us to have children who are going to worship allah tbarak wa ta'ala tazawwaju alwadud alwalud fa inni mukafirun bikum alumam yawm alqiyamah ummah muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam azzaz good people who are following Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that he will be proud of that's why he said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the hadith وَدَدْنَا أَنْ لَوْ رَأَيْنَا إِخْوَانَنَا يعني he was wishing to see his brothers so sahabah said yes aren't we your brothers he said no you are my أَنْتُمْ أَصْحَابِ you are my companions but إِخْوَانُنَا those people who are not yet coming but they believe in me and Islam even if they did not see me So we are brothers of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam inshaAllah so we should really if we love Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam we should really do our best 
to follow his sunnah. That's the way, that's true, that's, that's, that's the true rough. True rough is not to say things and who have poems and nakasharif and so on and maulid and, and milad and so on. No, this is not the law. The true law is to follow his sunnah. Because this is the hardest side now. It's easy side to have celebrations to say this is milad of Muhammad sallallahu It's easy to say by stand, Ya Habibi Ya Rasulullah. Right? That's easy. You must cost anything. But to follow his sunnah and face troubles in your life because following his sunnah, this is the case. Jannah is not cheap, you brothers. Allah himself, subhanahu wa ta'ala, told us in his holy book, أَمْ حَسِبِتْمْ أَنْ تَدْخُلُوا جَنَّةَ وَلَمَّا يَأْتِكُمْ مَثَلُ الَّذِينَ خَلَوْا مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ مَسَّتْهُمُ الْبَأْسَاءَ وَالضَّرَّاءَ وَزُنْزِلُوا حَتَّى يَقُولَ الرَّسُولُ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مَعَهُ مَتَى نَصْرُ اللَّهِ Jannah is not cheap. Jannah needs a lot of hard work. A lot of faith and troubles. Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the best person ever walked in love, still he faced troubles. He did not get this easy, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Before he, he was the Rasulullah, when he was less than 40 years old, he was beloved by almost every Qurayshi. They call him the Hanif, they call him the best guy. When he came to Allah, tell him why they are trying to rebuild Al-Kaaba, you know the story. And he got, and he got in, they accepted him as a judge between the other tribes of Quraysh. Because everybody is loving him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that time. But when he starts to say to people, no, don't worship Hubal, Allah, Al-Uzza, and the others, worship Allah only, they say, magician, kazzab, liar, they start to hurt him by words and by action. If his uncle, his father's brother was hurting him, Abu Lahab, and he was telling people that don't listen to this guy, he is a big liar. Astaghfirullah, Abu Lahab. His uncle, yani, the same, yani he and his father, the same father and the same mother almost. And they are still saying these bad things about Muhammad. Why? Because this is true and known that everyone is calling for this deen is going to be hurted. Everyone is practicing the sunnah of Muhammad will be hurted. That's natural. In fact, that's what's supposed to be. If, don't think any is just because we leave our beards and we have fished and we are saying things in front of people about Islam, then everybody will, will up, you know, praise us and applaud us. No, it's not the case in here. It's the case that we are going to be tested upon the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clearly in awwal surah al-ankabut. The first uh, two ayahs of surah al-ankabut, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Alif laam mima hasiba al-nasu ayyutraku ayyakulu amanna wa humla yuftanun. وَلَقَدْ فَتَنَّ الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ فَلَيَعْلَمَنَّ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ صَدَقُوا وَلَيَعْلَمَنَّ الْكَاذِبِينَ So everyone who says لا إله إلا الله and says آمن to بالله and he's really in the true track then he's going to be tested by Allah تبارك وتعالى by hurting him by the others and these others may be their may be his closest relatives Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم by his uncle by his close friends that time his colleagues his tribe, Qurayshis, Abu Bakr was hurted, Umar, Uthman, Ali, Allah, and Mardam, other Sahaba, some of them were killed, Bilal was hurted so much by his people that time, and so on. Why? Why before they were good and they were liked by the people in the Mulan, as soon as they become good Muslims, they are hurted? Because this is the way of the deen. If you remember the story in Sirah, when Muhammad sallallahu first received the wahi, and he came to his Beloved Khadija, beloved wife Khadija radiallahu anha ardaha. And he told her about the story that he saw the angel, the angel told him that he is the messenger of Allah. 
Și tu came to some priest, which was the relative of her. Warqa bin Nawfal. So he asked him, what's the story? He told him the story. He said, this is what was coming to Musa alayhi salat. He means Jibreel. And he said, listen to this. He said, I wish I, will, I was young when the, your people kick you out of your town. So he said, what was amazing? He said, yani, are they going to kick me out? He said, yes. No one brings what you bring now and he is going to be beloved by his people. No way. They will kick you out of your country. And that happened exactly. Because this is true. Anyone who brings this deed, tawheed, monotheism to people, he will be hurt by his own people. Go now, touch yourself. Go to these, some of these graves which will worship the city of Allah ta'ala. Until you do what you are doing is wrong, you are supposed to be a monotheist, you are supposed to follow Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You, who are you to say this? Maybe they will kill you. And that happened exactly. Ask people about this. So, the case is that, to follow Sunnah Muhammad sallallahu is not so easy for a lot of people, although it is fantastic. And it is enjoyable also. When a person, he, he, yani, make himself familiar to the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and he follows, making this dua every time. And if he do hadith Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we are trying to learn it and we say it, then he will find that he is really having the happiness inside. Not because there are more money coming to him, not because people love him are more and more, no. That's the case because he is getting closer to Allah. الذين آمنوا وتطمئن قلوبهم بذكر الله أنا بذكر الله تطمئن القلوب ذكر في الله ليس بطفت when you get to your house and say بسم الله and you say the dua when you before you eat you say بسم الله when you go to the masjid you ask for your house you say بسم الله when you get to the masjid you say ah every time you are making this dua this gets you closer to Allah تبارك وتعالى because every time you remember Allah Allah will remember you أبن دي حديث محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشف حديث قدسي That if the Muslim remembers Allah in public, Allah will remember his name in public in the heavens. And if he remembers Allah by himself alone, Allah will remember him by himself alone, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah brings your name. Allah remembering your name when you remember him, tabaraka wa ta'ala. So make it more and more, then Allah will remember you more and more. Then if Allah remembers you and takes care of you more and more, what will happen to you? You will be the most happy person in this world. The most happy. Why? The happiest person in this world. Why? Because the one who is taking care of you is the creator and sustainer of this universe. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. If one of us is having good relations with such and such minister or a prince or a rich man, he will be, oh, mashallah, and he is protected by hot shots, big people. Right? So he will be feeling strong and he is walking like this in the world. Why? Because he has some close friends in such and such position. But if he is having fantastic relationship with Allah, the one who is owning everything, the one who can move the heart of the human beings towards you. If you want people to love you, love Allah. Hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he told one of his sahaba, اذهب في الدنيا يحبك الله واذهب لما عند الناس يحبك الناس if you are a person who do not care about الدنيا يعني whatever comes الحمد لله you don't care if this tonight the, 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 the 
dinner tonight or the supper tonight is this kind or doesn't any other kind if you have no supper ma'a salama no problem because you don't care about dunya what you care about is what is going to make Allah satisfied with you like Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he comes to his house after salat al-fajr when he comes about say 9 o'clock in the morning he stays in the masjid of course after salat al-fajr until 9 o'clock in the morning and he comes to his house and say Aisha do you have anything to eat she says no nothing to eat the house of the messenger of Allah nothing to eat Can you do this to your house? If you come and your wife did not make your food ready, big trouble will be there. Allah Musta'ad. Muhammad Razam comes and he asks Aisha radiallahu anha, do you have anything to eat? She says, no, no. She says, I'm fasting. Say in the side. And he goes to continue the whole day without food. Until another than he eats whatever he eats. That's it. If the house of the Muhammad, the house of Muhammad Razam, I'm telling you, is in here, houses of Muhammad sallallahu for two months they are not cooking anything no food no fire lit, no cooking they eat only dates and water the house of the best person ever walked on earth he is not a king he is not a minister he is not what? he is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam still, because he doesn't care he could sallallahu alayhi wa sallam be the richest person in that time He could not even carry the money all around because he's the ruler. He's the, re- the one who's controlling all of this or the Arabian Peninsula at that time. But still he did not care about that all. And when money comes to him to sell him from these areas as zakah, he doesn't take it home. He put it in the masjid and he put a guard of Sahaba to guard that in the masjid and he goes home. And tomorrow he gives it out. Oh, nothing for his house. We are not asking ourselves and you now to do the same thing because we are not capable of doing this. We did not reach the level of doing this. But we are trying to say that don't make dunya drag you all around. When dunya is dragging us all around, we are in trouble. We will be thinking of dunya all the time until we sometimes get our thinking inside the salah. We are praying and we think about such and such case. My car, my this, my that. I will finish my salah without knowing what I have said in this salah because my mind is so busy with this dunya. But Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, how did he deal with salah in this case as an example? Our mother Aisha told us that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is with us joking and talking and enjoying and as soon as he hears Adhan then he doesn't, like he doesn't know us. Allah, cut the relations with the others, keep your relation with Allah wa ta'ala. We come to Salah, some people have this mobile with this all kind of music. Astaghfirullah. Yeah, you are with the, in the connection with Allah wa ta'ala. You are in Salah. Salah is a connection. Salah in Arabic means Salah. Salah means connection. You are connecting yourself to Allah wa ta'ala. Why do you think of people or mobile or cold? Khalli walli ya khi, why do you care about them? Keep your heart, your mind, your tongue, your face to Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. That's part of the training to train ourselves to drive ourselves correctly. The people who win, the winners in this life, the people who have made a lot of business, when you ask them how did they do this, you find that they managed themselves in the beginning. When they manage themselves, then they can manage the others. 
No one can manage the other when he cannot manage himself. He cannot manage himself to come up early and come to work early. Then he cannot manage the other. If you are a manager or an owner of a company and you are coming at 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning, do not expect your employees to come earlier. They will know what time you are coming, they come five minutes before you, that's all. That's natural. But if you are a guy who can control himself, manage himself and come in time to work, not on time, in time, and there's a big difference between these two as you know, then your staff will be there before you. If you manage yourself, you manage the others. Same case of Islam in here, if we are managing ourselves to be in the right track of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then believe me, we will be capable, so easy to call people to Islam. People, when you call them to Islam, they look at you. How do you behave? If you believe as a true Muslim, then they will admire you and they will accept what you say. But if I am calling people to Islam while I'm, I'm behaving differently, they say, yes, If what he is calling good, he will do it himself. He's just giving us words. Most of these lands around us, all south east of Asia, how did they accept Islam? By jihad, by sword? No. It's just these traders, Muslim traders who went to these areas and they called people to Islam because they were true Muslims and true Muslim traders, people accepted Islam because of them. So what we need actually, people who practice Islam truly in their life. That's what we say in here in this ayah and this hadith, and we are supposed to make our lives the way Muhammad wants us to be. Then we will be winners. Then we will not fall into paradism or shirk. Then we will be a monotheist. We will be monotheist in that time, then Allah will accept us in this case. We will be the track of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa That's a very short chapter, but it's clearly showing us that it is not allowed for us to ask refuge from anybody except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for things that Allah only could do. But other things, of course, as we say, with these APC conditions, it is possible to ask refuge from the others. I have some questions, maybe asked in this case of or this chapter I should really mention because it's very important. Some people say, in this hadith, Muhammad said, أعوذ بكلمات الله التامات So he is making, he is asking refuge of kalimat Allah, not from Allah. Isn't this against the, the chapter in here? No. How is that? Because kalimat Allah is the quality of Allah. And that's another, that is another proof to say that Quran is not created. Quran actually descended from Allah and Allah spoke it. Because you cannot ask refuge of some one other Allah Ta'ala and Kalimatullah is, is the, the quality of Allah, Sifatullah. As Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to say in the other hadith, I'udhu bi'izzati Allahi wa qudratih. Izzah wa qudrah is not Allah, but his quality of Allah. So asking or uh, seeking refuge of the izzah of Allah or qudrat of Allah or Kalimatullah are allowed because these things are the qualities and descriptions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Sifah and Sifah is allowed as Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did the other question is he said in here مِنْ شَرِّ مَا خَلَقُ does Allah create bad things? does Allah, does Allah create شر? yes but شر in here is not what Allah wants but شر here is what the people do and it is also for wisdom because Allah will test people with this شر 
Yani if there is no bleed, if there is no devil, if there is no devil at all, how are we going to know if we are Muslims or not? There has to be. وَلَوْلَا دَفْرُ اللَّهِ النَّاسَ بَعْضَهُمْ بِبَعْضِ There has to be bad and good. And the Muslims in you will see if this is bad, you will leave it to the good. How, how are we going, how people are doing bad, how people are becoming kafir? Because of shaitan. Bleed. As he said in his, in Allah, as Allah told us in his holy book, فَبِعِزَّتِكَ لَأَغْوِيَنَّهُمْ أَجْمَعِينَ So shaitan is actually created and Allah allowed him to be bad because he wants to test us with shaitan. Are we going to obey shaitan or obey Allah? So he creates bad things, he creates sharr, yes, but he does not want sharr, subhanahu wa ta'ala. He allows it, yes, to test people, the wisdom in here. That's almost everything I can say tonight. If you have any questions, I'll be happy to hear from you. Jazakumullah khair. No questions? Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. What's that? I don't get it. Depression. Depression. Okay. Ah, okay. Depression, yes. Yes. Is that correct? Maybe it's the word ikti'ab in Arabic. I think depression means the person that he feels that he's khalas and he's... First of all, this could not happen to a true Muslim. That is done by shaitan. Shaitan is really making the person really down and down every time he is. And he, he's thinking you are bad, this, you are, you cannot do this, you cannot do good things, you know. You are, then until he reached the point that khalaf, I am no good for anything. Actually, this is, in the beginning, should not be happening at all. But if it happened for any reason, especially if the person is doing a lot of sins, and who means they do sins, but if he is doing more sins than more sins, he will have worse than that. Psychological problems. But the, 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 it's very simple, very easy to solve this problem by reciting Quran by himself. Especially the special ayat for depression, as you say. And hadith, dua that Muhammad told us. So we have to do all Allah. That's why we say, when we say these things, depression will not reach us at all. At all, will not be there at all. Yani, we don't need actually to think of a solution or yani, cure for this. Because we are not going to have it, inshallah, but as long as we are reciting Quran in the morning and the evening. As, and when, when person, before he sleeps and he recites ayat al-Kursi, no shaitan will reach him, as Muhammad told us in the hadith. Just when you put your, your, your head in, in the pillow, before you sleep, say this ayat. آية الكرسي الله لا إله إلا هو الحي القيوم لا تأخذه سنة ولا نوم لو ما في السماوات والأرض من ذا الذي يشفع عنده إلا بإذنه يعلم ما بين أيديهم وما خلفهم ولا يحيطون بشيء من علمه إلا بما شاء وسع كرسيه السماوات والأرض وهو العليم طيب ونسيل الآية محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم has guaranteed for you that no shaitan will hurt you while you are sleeping where is the depression here welcome but the case that when they leave this and they are so much busy with dunya, fighting and killing for dunya, then they will have more than, worse than depression. They will have more than just depression. A lot of the problems in there. How a person, yani, suicide? A person who is happy, who will suicide? No. 
Only the person who has the troubles in his life, troubles that he cannot take. But if he was a true Muslim, he will count troubles extra good deeds for him. That's why, and Musibah, as Allah told subhanahu wa ta'ala in his holy book, وَالَّذِينَ إِذَا صَابَتُمْ مُصِيبَةٌ قَالُوا إِنَّا لِلَّهِ وَإِنَّا إِلَيْهِ رَاجِعُونَ أُولَٰئِكَ عَلَيْهِمْ صَلَوَاتٌ مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ وَرَحْمَةٌ So as soon as he says this, خلاص, he will be saved from this problem, first of all. Second thing, he will have good deeds for that. Sometimes, this tragedy we are having, is good and enjoyable. Ishar. Tragedy is enjoyable. Tragedy is good. Yes. Because if you think of what is going to happen to you because of your patience in this, in this tragedy, and for your thanking Allah for what you have given you, you will be happy for that. That's the example of Urwa bin Zubayr radiallahu anhu, nephew of our mother Aisha radiallahu anha, when he was old and he had four sons, he had a problem in one of his legs, some kind of like cancer. So doctors in that time said, you have to cut it. Otherwise, it will come to all your body. So he said, okay, fine. He said, you have to drink some alcohol so you will not feel. He said, no, 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 what, no way. He said, what should we do? It's not the case they are going to give him uh, you know, something to, to make him not feel. Okay. What can it do? It's the case of a sore, a sore, they will sore the booze. He said, it's not so easy. He said, no, no, wait. I will pray for a cause. When I am in Tashahud, I'll leave my leg for you, do whatever you want to do. So he made these two rakats, and in Tashahud he gave him his leg, they cut it, and he did not feel it. But of course he was unconscious, and when he woke up from being unconscious, they told him that one of his sons, four sons died. La ilaha illallah. Two tragedies in the same time. So what did he say? Did he cry? Did he ask, why, ya Allah, did you do this to me? Astaghfirullah. As some people they say now, <coughs> said, Alhamdulillah. Allahumma lakal hamd, you gave me four sons, you took one, and you left me three. Thank you for your having taken, thank you for what we have left for me. Ya Allah, you gave me four hearts, two hands and two legs. You took one, you left me three. Thank you for what you have taken, thank you for what you have left for me. Ah, how did he reach this? Was he a superman? Was he uh, uh, not a regular person? Yes, he was not a regular person. He was a true Muslim. He was a true Muslim. We need to be true Muslims to face this dunya. And when we face this dunya with true Islam, true belief, then we will be so happy that when we have tragedies, we'll smile. We'll not cry, we'll not feel any trouble. Because we know what is going to come to us because of our patience. From Allah Taala is better than what we have lost. We lost money, yes. This is a tragedy. But what we gain for that, we gain ajr from Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, which is left for us in the judgment day. Maybe we still have this money, we'll be bad people. Some people, when they have a lot of money, they become bad people. But we lost this money, alhamdulillah. What Allah does is better for us. Khiratullah. What Allah does for his slaves is better for what they want to do for themselves. So we all thank Allah for what he does for us. Huh? Urwah. Urwah ibn Zubayr. Urwah ibn Zubayr. Brother of Abdullah ibn Zubayr. And Musa ibn Zubayr. All of them, they are the, the sons of uh, Asma bin Tabi Bakr. So, Aisha, our mother Aisha, is their aunt. Yes. Sir, can you 
，系知唔知？嗯 ，I I can't really say because I heard that there is some certain date for hijama, but I can't really confirm that. I cannot confirm that. I don't have any hadith on that to give certain date. Jazakum Allah khairu fi yushallah. Next week.